What's up? This is Matt, and you're listening to the Rockstar Unplugged Podcast. I hope that this will motivate and inspire you to live the best life you can. Remember, no matter where you're at, you're just one moment away. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, today, friends, I want to talk to you about following that small, still voice that you've got in your head to get to the point of your destiny. Now you may be saying, Matt, whoa, hey, how does this apply to business? How is this, you know, how does this uh, apply to like biblical stuff that you've been hitting on? Listen, here's what I want to talk to you about. I want to share an experience with you that I had today. And, uh, and hopefully this will make it make sense for you. All right. So um, <clears throat> earlier today I was cleaning my truck. Uh, well, my wife's truck for her. She's traveling for business. She's gone. So I said, hey, I'm going to get this thing all dialed in for her. I'm going to get it cleaned up, uh, you know, so that she'll, she'll, when she comes home, she'll be pleasantly surprised, right? I mean, it's not a real surprise. She knew I was doing it, but but she'll be pleasantly surprised that I actually did it because uh, she knows that I'm, you know, busy trying to write my new book and, um, and working on business with uh, my company in India and stuff like that. So, you know, like I'm trying to, trying to, trying to provide and make a, a living during COVID, uh, trying to set the stage to you anyway. And, um, so I'm, I'm cleaning the truck. So, so here's what happens really. Uh, my, my iPhone 12 came in yesterday. I had, uh, all my apps all synced up, whatever, but I have this like old Fitbit flex two, uh, that I wear on my right wrist. Um, it has no screen, uh, it simply tracks. I got it to track my sleep. I literally bought it for five bucks on marketplace so I can track the hours of sleep I get and, and be able to look at that and see how I feel. So, uh, one, one thing I didn't do was I did not set that back up when I uh, set up the new iPhone. So I was vacuuming her truck and I had spoken to her on the phone uh, about 30 minutes prior and I knew she was driving from South Carolina to North Carolina. And, uh, as I'm vacuuming, I hear this voice in my head. It sounded like my own voice and it, and it clearly said, Ooh, I better sync up my Fitbit in case Dara calls me because I won't be able to hear her over the vacuum. Now I want to pause right here because I'm going to tell you, it doesn't make sense. Okay. It didn't make sense that I would think that since I had just gotten off the phone with her 15 or 20 minutes before she had a two hour drive and I wasn't going to be vacuuming for more than 15 or 20 minutes. Right. But this, it was loud and clear in my head. I better sync this up in case she calls me because I won't hear her on my phone. And I, I knew I wouldn't feel it vibrating in my pocket over like that. You know, the, a vacuum is pretty, you know, I'm moving and shaking and all that because I'm cleaning up the truck, vacuuming hard, putting in work, my friends. So here I'm vacuuming. I hear, I hear this voice in my head of me telling me to do that. So I immediately reach in my pocket, pull out my iPhone. And, and as soon as I look at the screen to unlock it, my wife was calling me. So of course I answer the phone and she says, babe, sounds like I hear the vacuum in the background. Can you please stop what you're doing so we can pray right now? Now, listen, I'm going to tell you friends, it's weird, right? It's weird. Like I'm thinking to myself, I better get my Fitbit ready in case my wife calls, which is what prompted me to pull my phone out of my pocket and look at it. And, and she happened to be calling at that exact second. Now, 
you might be saying to yourself, well, that's a neat coincidence. And it is. Uh, but I don't, I don't believe it was a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe a coincidence is nothing more than, you know, faith in action maybe, or, or, you know, like I chose to listen to that voice. That's that, that, that voice in my head. And, you know, the Bible says when two or more are gathered, the Lord is present, right? Like when two or more are together, God's there. I mean, God's everywhere, but the Lord's listening, right? The, the, it, when two people come together in prayer, that's strong. You know, that's strong. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because she had a coworker whose appendix burst and he was, he was immediately, you know, had to go to the hospital. She had another coworker whose, whose mother-in-law was in hospice care and had just passed away. And so in that moment, we needed to pray. We just needed to stop what we were doing and pray. Now, had I not listened to the voice in my head, she could have left me a voicemail and I would have been cleaning out her truck for 20 minutes. And then when I would have got, you know, ready to leave and put my phone up on the mount, I would have seen that I missed a call from her. And then I could have called her back and we still could have prayed. Okay. So it's not like we missed, we would have missed a life opportunity, but I think there's a reason that that moment came together. Now, why am I sharing this with you? And how, how does this apply to your life? Let me, let me tell you how it applies, Fred. Have you ever had those moments in your life where, where you had that little, that little uh, voice in your head? Maybe you saw somebody having a bad day and you were like, you know, I should go see if they're okay. And then you didn't. Or have you ever had those moments in your head where you just felt like, you know, you were like, you know, out, out of the blue, that friend you haven't talked to in a long time or that family member you haven't talked to in a long time. And out of the blue, you just had that kind of little voice in your head that said, hey, give that person a call and just say hi. Or give this person a call and check and see how they're doing. Or you've been in a store and you see somebody that looks like they're having a bad day and you feel like, man, I should just smile. Hopefully I can make that person smile too. See friends, I want to encourage you with something. I want to, I want to challenge you to think maybe some of you that listen to this because a lot of the people that listen to me, uh, you know, listen to me because of business stuff, right? We talk about business strategy or, or closing deals or selling or motivation and inspiration stuff. But I want, I want to challenge you, regardless of your religious beliefs, you know, many hear me say, I hate the word religion because I don't think Jesus was pushing a religion. I think Jesus was showing us the way to connect with God. Jesus being the son of God that came and put on skin on planet earth, who gave his life to reconnect us with God, to cover over the sins of all of us, that Jesus, he didn't call himself a Christian because Jesus was the Messiah, the Christ. His last name wasn't Christ. Just so you know, Jesus, he was showing us the way and he, he was the way, his way. He's the way to God, right? So he was showing us the way. So regardless of what you believe, I want to challenge you to think for a moment. What if all of that's true? What if when Jesus said he was leaving, he was leaving us a gift of the Holy Spirit. What if that small, still voice in your head is God? What if that's the voice of the Holy Spirit prompting you to take one step closer to your destiny, to the greatness that God's got planned for you? Listen, we were created in the image of God, okay? The most powerful being in the universe, the creator of the universe. We were created in his image. It says that in the beginning of the story that we are created in God's image, okay? Okay. 
That's that's the image you were created in, my friend. As you were listening to this right now, whether you believe it or not, you were created in the image of God, the most powerful being in the universe. Okay? That's pretty that's pretty amazing. That's not just pretty amazing. That's unbelievably amazing. I don't know why anybody would choose not to want to believe that. Like, wow, I'm created in the image of the creator of the universe. And so many times Jesus talks about miracles. He talks about things, faith of the mustard seed, can move, you know, a faith, if you have a faith the size of a mustard seed, Google a mustard seed, see how little that is. But if you at least have that much faith, that's enough to move a mountain. Now, if you've listened to stuff before that I've done, uh, you may have heard uh, a story that I had shared before uh, about a friend of mine. Um, he was the pastor of my church and was my best friend for a long time who had stage four cancer. And uh, and this one, man, I, I always struggle to tell this story because uh, it brings tears to my eyes. But I want to I want to share a prompting that I had with you back years ago. <sighs> Because I think when we listen to God's voice and we follow God, when we follow that prompting of the Holy Spirit, miracles happen. Amazing things happen. Beautiful things happen. And we get to see God's miracles take place. And now the birth of a baby is a miracle. And, and, and the sun rising and setting is a miracle. And heck, gravity holding us to the ground is a miracle. And I'm not discounting those as miracles, but I'm talking about the, the healing miracles, the the, the kind of miracles that, that we read about in the Bible, miracles, okay? I want to share something that I was firsthand part of, and all because of the prompting of the Holy Spirit and listening to that small, still voice. But before I share that with you, I want to tell you this. Not every, not every voice or prompting you hear is God's. See, just like the Bible says we can be entertaining angels unaware Meaning all around us there, the, 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 the heaven on earth, there is a spiritual realm all around us that we don't see. We don't, we don't all see through the veil. We, our, our vision doesn't pierce the veil to see in the other side and see the supernatural. But as Joel Osteen says, we serve a supernatural God. And there are supernatural things taking place around us, including supernatural influence. So just as the Holy Spirit is a, that influencer of God, that 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 third part in the Trinity, that that helper of God, that that encourages us and prompts us in the right direction. There are also not so good things on the other side of the veil that are influencing us as well. You ever heard that little voice that says, "Listen, we could have one more drink, right?" You ever heard that little voice in your head, and then one leads to two, and two leads to seven, and seven leads to bad decisions. You ever hear that little voice that says, mm, you know what, this, I mean, we could fudge this number. It's not that big a deal. That little voice that tells you that little white lie is okay. And then you got to tell another one to cover up that one, another one to cover up that one. See, sometimes we follow those voices too. And I'm, I'm telling you that not to make you feel bad about it, but to tell you, I also have, I can tell you there were many years in my life. I was sharing this with a friend before. There are many years of my life where when I'd be out drinking, I would I would use the decision to drink to justify a bad decision I was gonna make. And as clear as day, 
I could hear two voices in my head, one saying, you know that this is not a good idea, and one saying, you know, if we do this, if we just have a couple more drinks, we can blame it on the vodka. Uh, There was a song called Blame It on the Alcohol. It was T-Pain. Blame it on the alcohol. Back in early 2010s, blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. Sorry for the singing, but it was in my head. There were times that I, I mean, I literally would would hear 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 my voice in my head going, you know what? If we just have a couple more drinks, then we could blame these bad decisions on the booze, and then tomorrow we'd be like, oh no, that that must have been because of the alcohol. So I want to tell you before I tell you this amazing story of something that was just so awesome. I want to also tell you that we have to discern the voice that we're hearing. Is it is it of God or no? And the, the way that we discern that is first, we've got to get to know who God is, my friends. And I'm going to tell you how to do that after I tell you this story. But years ago, uh, <clears throat> someone who was my best friend and also the pastor of the church I was part of, uh, and I was an elder at the church and youth youth pastor at the church, and um, I wasn't the, we didn't do a lot of titles there, uh, but it was youth. I was the, the leader of it. was called Essence, the name of the group. Uh, and I would I would teach the message sometimes on Sundays when the pastor was gone. <laughs> Typically, when, when a message had to be taught about sex or money, I would teach it. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. Funny memories. But um, it was a church plant. It was rooted in Baptist stuff. So uh, it was funny. On those two topics seemed to be the times that he tended to be gone to a conference or his family would be away. Anyway... I had the, the elders were all, the, the elders, myself, John, Steve, Brian, and Lee. Uh, I don't think Troy was there at that time. He, he might have been. But we were at my house, and Lee told us that uh, he has cancer. He had cancer, and it was lymphoma, so cancer, lymph, lymph nodes, lymph glands, whatever. Uh, and then it was stage four. Now... If you know anything about cancer, they told him he was dying. He didn't know. He had uh, six months, a year. He didn't know uh, how long he had left. But my grandmother had lymphoma, and uh, she beat it once, and then she it came back, and she didn't beat it. So I knew how bad it was, and it was scary. And uh, he was in his 30s, late 30s, I think. And uh, they told him he was, he was dying. There was nothing else. Uh, there was there was nothing. Uh, he had been doing chemo and, and radiation, and uh, they were done. He w- he was just going to be done with it because uh, it wasn't working. And we talked, and and there, you know all of us. And uh, I just felt, I just I felt this prompting. You know, we we talked about the miracles that Jesus did. We talked about believing that God was a God who could heal and do all these things. Now, mind you, we didn't do, you know, in the church, we didn't lay hands on people and pray. Like for whatever reason, like that kind of stuff was like, that was the Bible time stuff. But I I think there was this belief system, this mindset that like that doesn't happen anymore. That's like for TV preachers and it's fake and it's this and it's that. And I just remember being in tears and saying, you know, one thing we haven't done, like we've prayed, you know, we all go pray, whatever. But you know what we haven't done? We have not done what the Bible said. We haven't like we haven't put our hands on this 
on this friend of ours and we haven't prayed for him and prayed specifically and asked God to heal him in the name of Jesus. We haven't done that. And if we don't believe that God can heal, if we don't believe that God is the God of miracles, the God that we tell everyone he is, then we have no business telling people they should follow God. Like we, if we don't believe it, then why would we expect anyone else to believe this? Like I just felt so convicted, like, do we believe this or are we hypocrites, man? Like, if we believe that God is a healing God, then then let's let's test that God. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mean test God, like, you know, put him to the test, see if he's really who he says. But I mean let's let's believe on that. Let's let's pray and ask God for his healing, right? Like Let's ask him to bring healing to this person we love so much, who's such a good friend. Why would we not believe that God could and would want to, right? Like our our church was, lives were being changed. This church we were part of, it's in our church, it's his church. This church body that we were part of, this local community, was lives were changing. P- marriages were being restored. People were, were you know, it seemed like every week something amazing was happening like people were breaking addictions they were they were being freed from the bonds of addiction from pornography from drug abuse from physical abuse marriages were being restored people who had been divorced and had gone their separate ways and reconciled and literally got married again and then were living lives of joy like it, it was amazing so why would we not believe that that same God who was healing everyone else could heal him? And we prayed. And I remember listening to that prompting saying that I, I needed to say that and we needed to do that. And so we did. We put our hands on him. And man, we just... <sighs> I know I was bawling. And I think the other guys were too. But I just remember feeling this I don't know, electricity is maybe the best way I could say it. Like the adrenaline running through my body as we prayed, right? Because I'm fearfully praying, right? Like I am praying and I mean just begging God to heal him and believing that he would. And I could just feel the adrenaline going through my body, my blood, my heart pumping so hard that I swear to you, it felt like a lightning bolt running through me into him. And I'm sure it felt the same for the other guys, right? I mean, here we are doing something that I don't think we'd ever done in our lives. You know, literally, because you're... I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna come clean with you, man. You're taking a risk when you ask God to bring healing to someone who's ill. You are taking an emotional risk because... If you're, if you're, if you're not careful, you're in your head going to say, what if he doesn't do it though? You're going to let that doubt creep in, right? Like, well, if he doesn't do it, does that mean he's not real? Right? That's the risk that we take, right? So when I say you're taking a risk, you're not really taking a risk, but you run the risk of questioning God and his ability to do what he says. And that's not a risk we want to take. We don't want to question God in that way. It's okay to ask God to reveal himself and say, help me, give me faith where I am faithless, God. 
that's okay. It's okay to say that even when you're praying for healing. God, I'm praying for you to bring this healing and give me faith where I am faithless. Help me believe you can do this. Right? Because all it takes is faith the size of a mustard seed to move an entire mountain. So think about the amount of faith it takes to heal something of an affliction, right? A mustard seed or two. Now here's the amazing part. We listen to that small, still voice. Apparently that same small, still voice told the other guys, hey, yeah, this is a good idea. Let's pray. And we did. And about a month later, it seems like I said in my brain, it was a month later. It could be two weeks. It could have been six weeks, but about a month later, we're in church on Sunday. And I remember him on stage sharing a message, but he said he, he was sharing with the church, the latest prognosis from his oncologist. And I remember him saying, because he had stopped the chemo, he'd stopped the radiation. So he was really just going in so they could tell him how big the tumors were and give him a better idea of when he would be dead. And I remember him on stage saying that he had, uh, he got the prognosis and that his cancer was gone. It was in full remission. It wasn't regressing. It wasn't shrinking. It was all gone. Short of him being bald and kind of skinny, which he was already a lanky guy to boot. But short of that, there was no cancer in his body. It was in full remission within like a, a month of us praying. It could have been a remission that night for all we know and could have went away in that moment of prayer. But the next time he went in, which was about a month later, and they did all the stuff and the x-rays and whatever they do, the cancer was gone. Now here's why this is so important for you to hear, brothers and sisters, my friends that are listening to this. Because had I not listened to that small, still voice that said, why are you not praying for healing for him right now? Had I just heard it and ignored it, and oh my God, I don't want to look silly. I don't want to look silly trying to pray for healing. I'm not Benny Hinn or one of these TV preachers. I don't want somebody to think I'm a fake or a phony or a fraud. Had I ignored that voice, we would have never prayed over him that night. Maybe God still would have chosen to heal him and reveal him as a miracle that way. Or maybe he wouldn't have. I don't know. But I know I listened to that small, still voice and I brought it up and I was surrounded by some of the strongest men of God I know. And to this day, man, I love these guys. Uh, I don't know if Troy was there or not, but Troy Gansey, the pastor of Freshwater Freshwater Church in Pawpaw, Michigan. Man, it's one of the best dudes that I've ever met in my life. I love him so much. He he, He just married my son. And my, like did the wedding for my son and my son's wife. Uh, he did their wedding ceremony on, on 10 days notice, 12 days notice. I called and asked him if he, a favor and he said, yeah, I'll do it. Done. Uh, Steve Symbol, amazing dude who I haven't seen in years. I love him. Heart of gold. He and his wife, Jess. They went off planning another church. Just beautiful human beings. My man, Brian Newman, <laughs> one of the most bad of the bone guitarists and coolest teachers ever in Matawan, Michigan. He's a teacher. He lives in Portage. Just a heart of gold. He and his wife, Laura, are amazing. And my friend, John Orweller. Man, I love that dude. We reconnected about a year ago. Uh, and and what, a, what a heart for Jesus John has. Man, I, I love him like a brother. So, so, I mean, these guys all have 
faked so much more than a mustard seed. And I was blessed to be in that moment with them. But had, had we not listened to this, this, the, the voice telling us, this is what we should do, we would have never prayed healing over Lee that night. And who knows? But we did listen, and Lee was healed of his cancer. Now, friends, listen. Please, please listen. You, you have a purpose. God has called you to something. And I don't know what your purpose is. I have no idea. But here's what I know. Every day, if you take time to listen, those things that you think is a gut feeling, intuition, stop and listen, ask, say, God, what are you trying to show me? Just ask him, God, what are you trying to show me in this moment? Sometimes don't say anything, just listen and see what God is telling you. My friends, I'll tell you right now, I truly believe when we listen, God has taken us one step closer to our destiny. And God, being that we are created in His image, wants us to live a, a full, joyous life. Now, it doesn't mean we won't have struggles. It doesn't mean we won't have hiccups. But if you truly want to fulfill your destiny, then start asking God what that destiny is. If you truly want to live the absolute best life designed for you, the best life. Now, here's the thing. This isn't one of those, you know, name it and claim it deals. This isn't some motivational book. When I say your best life, I'm saying God has a plan for the absolute best life for you. Okay, your best life is going to be different than someone else's best life. Your best life might be a cabin in the woods that is so filled with peace and joy and quiet, while someone else's best life might be an apartment in the city that is surrounded by people and 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 parties and smiles and and craziness. Your best life is different than someone else's, but God has a plan for you. And that plan is the best plan for you. But you can't live your best life if you're not living according to God's plan. So how do you live according to God's plan? How do you discern which of the voices you hear in your head are the right one to follow? How do you know which voice that's talking to you is the right voice to listen to? I'm going to tell you right now. Number one, pray and ask God to reveal himself to you. Number two, get in your Bible. Now, if you're saying, man, I don't have a Bible, I'm going to tell you where to get one right now. Go to the app store on your phone if you're listening to this and just Google, or you don't have to Google it, sorry, in the app store, just go to the app store and type in Bible app, B-I-B-L-E, okay? And by the way, Bible just means book, okay? Holy Bible, holy book, okay? The Bible that I like is by life.church, Okay? And this app has like 8 million different translations. I'm going to encourage you to read two. There are two translations I'm going to point out to you. One is called the NLT, the New Living Translation. The other one's called the Message. The Message is written, as a, it's a paraphrase, but it's written to make it like more today's language. Uh, but the Message is beautiful. It, it breaks, instead of breaking up verse by verse, like when you read a Bible, you see all these chapters and these numbers next to paragraphs you're like what's this what's that those were put there for reference that's not how it was originally written that's a whole different podcast but um the message breaks it up into context so that when you're reading something you don't take it out of context but here's why i want to tell you to grab the new living translation by the way they're 100 free in this app 
the New Living Translation, there are four books I want you to start with. And if you're somebody that's been reading the Bible forever, I want to challenge you with something too. But for those of you that are newer to, to even the, taking the risk of exploring to know who this Jesus is and who God is, the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are called the Gospels, okay? In there, we see the accounts of Jesus' life, and there are, in, the, in the New Living Translation, like most translations, when Jesus spoke, the letters were in red. So start in those four books and read the letters that are in red, okay? And for those of you that have been followers of God for a long time, but maybe you're going, man, I need to, I need to start believing God's promises again. I need to really start digging into the Bible and caring. And I really want to live the best life God has for me. And I want to fulfill my destiny as one one of God's children, right? And being created in his image. Maybe you've known Jesus for a long time. Maybe you've been following him. Maybe Maybe you did what I did and you stepped away for a while where you just totally blew off your calling and disregarded God. I'm going to challenge you, my friends, who have been in the Word for a while. I'm going to challenge you right now and say this. You go read those red letters too. And everything that you think you know about God, everything you know about right living, read those red letters and say, does it line up with those? Now, my, for my friends that don't believe and go, I'm not reading the Bible. I'm not getting into this. Let me just tell you something right now. You might be living an awesome life. You might be living a great life. You might be living a beautiful life. Let me tell you, friends, I love you. You're not living your best life yet, though, because Jesus is the way to your best life, because he is the giver of eternal life. He opened that door back up between us and God. He made himself the sacrifice, so you might be living a great life. Can I tell you, I want you to live your best life. Please get to know Jesus. My friends who are down in the dumps right now saying, God has done nothing for me. My life is horrible. Why would I want to go read a book right now? I'm just trying to find a job and eat, and I'm, I'm broke, and I'm starving, and everything sucks. Please, please, please. Listen to me and get to know Jesus. You follow what he's teaching. It'll lead you to a good community of people. And you will start seeing that plan for your life come together. I promise you, trust him. He won't let you down. Listen, I say I love you and I do even if I don't know you. But I'm going to tell you, God loves you unconditionally better than anybody else can and he's standing there with his arms open saying i want you to fulfill your destiny the life i have created for you i've got a good one planned i just want you to listen to my voice if you get to know jesus read his words in the bible you'll be able to discern much better if that little voice on your shoulder is the holy spirit encouraging you in the right direction or something taking you down a wrong path my friends, the choice is yours, and I know that I have faith that so many of you that hear this are going to start going, okay, I'll check out who this Jesus is. Even if you're skeptical, even if you say, I'm not planning on going to church, but I'll read these red letters, I'll read these stories, read them, and then I want to challenge you to do this. Say, God, please show me in this story how it applies to my life. If you ask him, I'm going to tell you right now, friends, he'll come through. Listen, thanks for listening to this episode of the Rockstar Unplugged podcast. Uh, I truly believe for all of us, no matter where you're at in your life, you are just one moment away. You might say one moment away from what? Yes. You're one moment away from 
going towards your best life. You're one moment away from going in the wrong direction. You're one moment away from eternal life with the creator of the universe. Every moment's a choice. I'm going to encourage you to choose Jesus. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I want to, I want to say, uh, you know what? I don't, I don't normally do this, but I, I got to take my own advice and listen to this prompting, but I just felt like I should be praying to end this. So I'm going to pray for you right now. God, uh, I don't know who's listening to this, who needs to listen to this, who hears this, but um, Lord, I just want to lift up the people that are hearing this. I, w- I want to pray for them, God, to to get to know Jesus and the way that he shared. Lord, I just want to pray for, for those listening to this, that they would just take the risk to get in their Bible, get in a Bible and read the teachings of Jesus. God, I want to pray for healing for those that are suffering with sickness right now. I pray that you would give them the faith that they didn't have. I want to pray that you would strengthen all of our faith. Lord, you say where two or more are gathered together, your presence will be there. And God, I know that if more than one person is listening to this right now and they happen to be praying, God, I know you're listening. So God, we pray for healing over those who are sick that are listening to this right now. We pray for your provision for those who are struggling right now during COVID, people that are out of work, whose shelves are getting bare. Father, who are at risk of losing their home, we pray for them. We pray that you would just restore them, restore their finances, restore their home, help their children to have food. Please cure them of the diseases they have, the illness they have, the sickness that they have, Lord. Please give them the faith to pray and believe that you will bring that provision and healing. God, we praise you for who you are and for the plans you have for us. And I pray that every one of us We'll just do the best we can to listen for your voice, Lord. We thank you so much for loving us enough to send Jesus to die for us on the cross. And thank you so much for being that Father who's always got open arms, waiting for us prodigals to come home. In Jesus' name, we lift these prayers up to you as an offering. Amen. Hey, listen, uh, my friends, uh, I want to I want to encourage you with something too. Um, sometimes we struggle. If you need prayer. Uh, shoot me an email and I'll pray for you. Whatever you need. You can email Matt, M-A-T at rockstarinfo.com. That's M-A-T at rockstarinfo.com. Let me know and I'll be happy to pray for you. Look, if you want me to also uh, share on the podcast uh, your prayer need, I will so that others will pray for you too. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. Listen, no matter where you're at, like I said, you're just one moment away. So go out there and make your day and hopefully somebody else's. Amazing. Hey, listen, we all need a little bit of help sometimes. Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need somebody to help you come up with a strategy for your business. Well, I'm the guy that wants to help you with that. If you want to book time with me to help you with a strategy for your business, things like that, we can do an introductory meeting that's absolutely free to see if it's something we should move forward on. You can book that by going to www.bookingmat.com forward slash meet, M-E-E-T. That's bookingmat.com forward slash meet.